When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, but it's been, a, it's been a good long ride, hasn't it? We've, um, had some absolutely fantastic fights, you know, along the way since we uh, start the show. You, you've got to jump out and say Brett Thomas and his constant Jake and Logan Paul, you know, comments for the whole almost 12 months of us doing this. So it's there's been some sure good highlights. Thank you to all the guests that have come on as well. We've had a, we've had a few of them, haven't we? We've tried to mix it up. It wasn't just about reviewing, previewing. We've tried to mix it up. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for all the latest fight action. Direct from Wales in the United Kingdom. 100% live. It's Big Fight Weekly with your hosts, Chris Hume and Stu Palmer. I look into the mirror and all I see is you're staring back at me. With 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, all right. Do it. I think you've uh, left me, left yourself out here, pal. Well, with that, well, there he is. Here we go. I'm, I was letting you do the intro, mate. No, I'll leave you. Listen, that's you, you're, you're back now, mate, so you can do the okay. intro. Uh, we are sorry, guys. I've had some stuff going on at home. Chris has been waiting patiently. This is the special Big Fight Weekly Christmas special, might I add, a 2022 mm. year in review. We're not going to break down fights too much, are we, Chris? Because we've got a lot of mentions, guys that have stood out for us in MMA and combat sports. This is Big Fight Weekly. We're back, Chris. Been on about a five, six-month hiatus, the show, hasn't it? So it's great yeah. to be back with you, man, my co-host and my cousin. And I know you've got a lot to get your teeth through from this year, man. I know you've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, you know what I mean? There's been a lot of uh, um, fights that have, you know, have shocked me. You know, we've, we've got in with, what, six or five champions and they've all lost the titles and, you know, more or less lost to underdogs as well, which has been insane, you know. But um, regardless of that, every fight has been entertaining, Maybe not so. The last couple with judging decisions have, ta- you know, sort of dampened the, the the fights themselves. But yeah, it's good to be back, mate. It's been a uh, been a long six months, a lot a long soul searching with uh, Big Fight Weekly. But uh, we'll get to that before the end of the show. I really, I really, really, what a what a year it's been, man. You know, extending off what you're saying here, some some great results that we weren't expecting. Maybe uh, I'm, I'm going to talk. I'll talk about Tyson Fury after. You know, combining Wembley and, and the Tottenham Hotspur gate, you know, for both events, how many fans it drew. Just just amazing. Obviously, we'll get to that. But I think more currently, because it was previous weekend to this weekend, UFC 282, should I say. And there was a lot of talking points off the back of it, Chris. The judging again, questionable judging on the night, Chris. And obviously, Paddy Pimblett against Jared Gordon, and it was a tough night at the office, and a lot of people are wondering how the hell Paddy Pimblett won the fight, Chris. It's difficult, isn't it, as well as, you know, having to watch Darren Till against uh, Duplassi before that, and, you know, having, you know, the build-up for Darren Till's return and and seeing how that um, sort of panned out, and, you know, you were a bit deflated by that, and then you're going into the Paddy fight thinking, you know, Paddy's on such a good run, he's, he's beaten everyone, you know, really well. He sold every fight. Everyone's really intrigued to see where, you know, Paddy the Body goes. And it fell flat, didn't it? It fell flat on its ass. It felt it was it wasn't the performance I was expecting. Um, you know, people big up Paddy really, you know, they they big him up much. And you know, I remember him in Cage Warriors and he was, you know, fantastic, humble guy. And, you know, it got to this fight with Jared Gordon and it was just I just thought he was terrible. I, I just think he was, you know what I mean? He was winging punches. When I mean winging his punches, um, he couldn't get his, his takedowns. He couldn't use his grappling. Jared Gordon, to be fair, did fantastic in that department. You know, he's he stifled Paddy all the way through. But what was the most concerning, but it's not like some, you know, something out of the ordinary. And we all know the situation is Paddy's chin is so far up. 
and Jared Gordon was repeatedly with that overhook constantly connecting to Paddy's jaw. And you just worry, you know, going forward now, who do you know if he faces someone like Ilya Depora, you know, because you know they have their beef, and you see what Ilya Depora did to Bryce Mitchell, you know, an hour beforehand. It doesn't bode well for Paddy if he's going to take punches like that. Yes, it, you know, and it, it's just frightening. And don't forget, he's in a lightweight division. You stop looking up, Stuart. They're all killers up there. There, there is no weak link you, up you, there. You alluded to this earlier in the year, man. When we were weekly, you know, we were a weekly show as as the title says. You you said, look how far down he is in the pecking order. And you even said you get into the top twenty. Forget the top ten for a minute. Top twenty, mm. top fifteen. You said there was going to be issues. And it's coming to light now. And that, that's no disrespect to Jared Gordon, but he's where he is in the rankings. And it was a tough just, night. He's not even ranked. He's not even and ranked, you even, Jared Gordon. You, you said to me off camera, you, you had him winning all three rounds, Gordon. Yeah, I had him winning all three rounds. Uh, I think he, he, you know, he, he, he's, he, I can't keep saying, he, he attacked Paddy much better and he was in control of the fight. His shots were landing and they were powerful shots. Yes, Paddy did get some off, but Paddy did wing in punches. So every punch that Paddy threw, Jared, Jared, sorry, Gordon connected with a good overhook counter, straight to the chin, moved, bobbed and weaved and carried on as he way, uh, as he went. And then in the third round, complete domination because he controlled him up against the cage, used that Muay Thai clinch, and Paddy couldn't really get anything off at all. And yeah, okay, everyone says, oh well, you know, it was a poor decision by Jared Gordon. He should have gone for it in, in the third. But if I'm looking at Fighter, and I think everybody else who watched that fight is looking at it. Is Jared Gordon in his mind probably thought I've already won the fight? I don't have to do anything stupid now. I, I you know, I mean, it, it's difficult for people um, who are uh, big on Paddy. I, I, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm big on Paddy, but you know, he's British and you want to you want to champion him as much as possible, like we do with all our UK fighters. But it's hard when he's calling after the fight with Joe Rogan, fight of the night, and you know, I won two. Two, two rounds out of one, and and it was an easy fight, and I might it did not look like an easy fight to me. And if you're struggling against the likes of Jared Gordon, yes, you are allowed a night off per se, aren't you? In a fight where you don't look particularly fantastic. Shall I, uh, shall I roll? Shall I roll the VT? Because you're saying that how he was with Rogan. I'll roll the VT quickly. Um, yeah, it just fine, right? he's. He's delusional, but let's go to Paddy post fight with Joe Rogan in the octagon. Paddy the Batty. Paddy, that was a close one. No, it wasn't. That wasn't close. He just consoled me in a fit. But no, watch out. Have you consulted me, manager, and see how much you're paying me for this interview? Hey. Do you think it was, you don't think it was a close fight at all? Not at all. I won the first two rounds and then coasted in the third. I knew I was two rounds up, so I, went, I didn't want to do nothing dangerous and risk losing the fight. I knew for a fact I won the first two rounds pretty easily. Coming into this fight, did you think that this was going to be the most difficult test of your UFC career? Yeah. Fight of the night or what? Hey! Fight of the f***ing night! One shake shine! Well, congratulations to you, sir. Uh, but, you know, fight of the just, night, just, fight of the night. Just put it, put it into words. You're shaking your head there. Just... Delusional. I'm not being funny, but uh, you know, I mean, I'm not the only one that's watched this fight. I know I'm not a professional fighter. No, I, I mean, I, I don't claim to be, but I watched it. You've watched it, and hundreds of thousands of people have watched it. 
ain't it? And they all come to the same conclusion. You weren't two rounds up to one. You weren't. You were losing all rounds. They were, I mean, I wouldn't even say it was as close as what people think. I think Jared Gordon controlled majority of the fight. Paddy got off some good shots, but majority of them, if you watched them, were blocked by Jared Gordon. And you know, I mean, I could say again, I'm going back to he was winging punches, and it, it's not smart going forward. If you were going to be this guy that's going to break into the top 10 with the likes of Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler, you know, um, Charles Oliveira, uh, you know, Islam Makachev, who, you know what I mean, isn't going to fart around with you there, is he? It, it's, it's delusional to think, you know, you won that fight and you took a round off. He has alluded he was injured in that third round as well in his his, his post-fight conference. He said he was injured. That's why he took the third round off because he said he was he could, you know, he didn't want to get caught. But he wasn't really doing much because he was up against the cage. Uh, I'm just, you know what I mean? I, I think when he, you know, we go to the point where he says, you know, I'll be paid for this interview and the whole thing with Ariel Hawani, that's, you know, he's made himself look like a dick there, hasn't he? You know, saying all those things about Ariel Hawani and Ariel Hawani comes back, you know, off his phone and shows a voice note of Paddy saying, do you want to meet up? Do you want to do something together? Where Paddy's coming out and saying, well, he wouldn't pay me. I, it, it, I, we do things, Stuart. We've interviewed guys. We've interviewed fighters, past and present. Not once have I ever been told I have to pay. They've all come on willingly to share their story. And we're giving them that, that platform, maybe not big platform, but we're giving them a platform. And I think that's enough because you're helping each other. And I, you know, I mean, to start asking people to stop paying. I just, I think that's ridiculous. And it's, it, you know what I mean? It, he needs to get his head out of his clouds or sort out Graham Boyle uh, and say like, you know, you're going to push people away for all this crap. Doesn't need to be a Conor McGregor mark too, which is how about somebody comes across. I mean, Conor was Conor. I was watching... All that with Eddie Alvarez, right? But yeah, it, it, it was charisma. It's coming off hokey and, and, and so fake. All right, I know when they do it, sometimes they are faking it slightly. Um, and it's like it's like a it's like a poor man's Conor McGregor with the verbals in my mind, because there's only one Conor McGregor, as we've alluded to so many times no. on this show, man. Yeah, it's, it's you know what I mean? I don't think he's wanting to be Conor McGregor. I think he's using what Conor McGregor put the platform out there. But don't forget, it wasn't just Conor. Chael Sutton started the platform altogether, if we're going back that far. But they sell fights, and that's what you do. And that's what Paddy does really well. He sells fights. You know, we all know what scouts are like, and we all know what, you know, they're all the same. But, they, you know, and I don't mean that in a bad way, by the way, if any scouts yeah. are watching. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't agree with how you handle yourself. You can handle yourself much better than that and hopefully he sits he, he's sat back down and he's rewatched that fight and you know and he, and he comes to his own conclusion that he was wrong and he was very lucky that the judging that night particularly yeah. not just on his fight but was very very poor we need to move on there as well because obviously we had Jan Blahovich versus Ankalaev and that again it was it was a it was a draw but there was no way it was a draw I'm going to put the visual in now Chris just to mm -hmm. jog our memories back even though it was only the weekend before last. But yeah, again, Chris, I have Ankalaya winning like many. So what what did you take away with that? With it judging again, dodgy judging again. I, I listen, I thought the first two rounds, Jan Bohovic was fantastic. He chewed up Ankalaev's leg like there was no tomorrow. And he was doing it shin to shin, which was insane to think that someone could throw, you know, throw his own shin at someone else's shin and and continue. But you know, Jan Blahovic is a 
he's a Polish machine, isn't he? You know what I mean? He just he's old school, and that's why everyone loves him so much. But um, yeah, he won the first two rounds, and he did compromise compromise Ankalaev's legs. He did. But once Ankalaev started using the, his takedowns and grappling, didn't do much on the ground, but he did enough. I think in the last the last three rounds to win that three two. Any other way, I didn't understand how that was a draw. Funny enough, Stuart, my feet dropped out just before they announced the the, no. um, the score. Yeah, I, I no, you're joking, you, you, you're joking yeah. me. Yeah, but it's one of them, isn't it? But um, yeah. So when I, I saw that, you know, the decision, it just I was baffled, and then you know. You get decision from UFC straight away that Jamal Hill versus Glover Teixeira is going to be for the the title now in Brazil in January, which is like. So what do you do with Ankalaev and Blahovic now? Because it's you're leaving it hanging. You you know, you got to put them back together, haven't you? You can't leave it as a tie. I didn't see it as a tie though, so I just mesmerised where these judges are coming from. And what are they watching? Are they listening to the crowd too much? Are they not focusing on what, you know, did the rules during a fight and how to score a fight? I think this whole thing, you know, it's not just MMA as well. Judging in, in boxing isn't as great either. They think there's a whole they need to get together and start working out a better scoring system. Absolutely. absolutely. It's, just, it's just crazy, man. And we spoke, we've spoken about the judges so many times. I've never known it. I've never known it so bad on one one pay per view or one event. You know, it, it mm. just the mind boggles. And surely they've got to look, look into this a bit more. The higher ups within the UFC, it, no, or they, will it just continue? Because it's subjective and it's what they see. Yeah, but it, the thing is, is when everyone else has seen something completely different, and I, I just can't understand. I'd I'd love to be sitting like a fly in the wall and actually looking at their papers as the fight's going on, you know, to see what they're looking at. Because to me, a draw, it's it's just stupid. And things like that, people need to be pulled back in and, and shown this tape and gone, how have you scored this? And, you know, maybe they need an education. <coughs> it's, it's absolutely crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I'd just like to ask one thing, Chris. <coughs> one on, one guy... One guy into 2023 that you, you've got your eyes on. Normally, I give you like a top three because of limited time and stuff like that. Just the, the one guy you really think is going to push on within the UFC next year. Who who's going to be the guy who's Chris Christian's guy to watch? You know what? I I've thought about this. You know, and and, and, and you know, what I mean, I'm going to go with Arnold Allen. And I was in my uh, ones to watch when we first started this podcast many, many years ago now. Um, and he's still there. You know what I mean? It very, you know, very unfortunate with the injury to Calvin Cater in their last fight. And he, he, he was impeccable in the first round. He was so fast. I think people underestimate how fast Arnold Allen can blitz someone with his striking. No, you know, he, not let alone he's a very good grappler and he's a strong, strong person. Um, but I, yeah, I think, you know, people need to not sleep on him. Um very unfortunate he didn't get into the interim title. Uh, I know it's um, Emmett, isn't it? And Yaya Rodriguez are going to battle that one out for the interim while Volkanovski goes on his little trip to 155. Um, but I think Arnold Allen's not too far away. Um, and he's shown that he can, you know, he can fight with the big boys in that division. Um, I just I just love everything about Arnold Allen. He's just chilled and, and enjoys his content he puts out as well. And I just think he's someone that people need to wake up for. 
And I, I think probably people are watching him and thinking, you know, is he got something? But uh, I, I think he's ones to watch. And I think the Brits are changing things now, Stuart. Absolutely. You're seeing things different with the Brits. We're going to get, we are going to get into our world champions within UFC and PFL because I know you wanted to speak about them. But we're going to switch codes for a moment. We're going to go yeah. over to boxing, Chris, and a man who we both admire and enjoy. And it's Mr. Tyson Fury. What a year he's had. We didn't get the fight we specifically wanted. I say I put that on AJ, not once in it. But yeah, mm. 90, 94,000 at Wembley in April and 60,000 a couple of weeks ago at Tottenham. Just combining that those numbers, incredible. And it just goes to show how stratospheric he is in pop culture and sport and how Tyson Fury. Yeah, um, he, you know, he says and does it. That's what Tyson Fury does. And, you know, the when we're talking about people who can sell fights, that's the, that man is the ultimate person that can sell a fight he can he could sell snow to an eskimo could tyson fury <laughs> but it, he's a charismatic dude that you know he blows the socks off you and you know you do you watch enough you know stuff on tyson fury you get pulled in by his story and his hard work and his determination and what he's had to get through the only thing i'll, I'll have to put a bet on here is when i watched him with true geordie and wasn't was quite unimpressed with how he spoke to someone, you know, the guy is an advocate for mental health and, you know, the people who watch True Geordie would know that he suffers with mental health issues himself. But the way he degraded him and didn't like the answers where he was being pushed for the right answers, Stuart. And I think so. some people need to push these fighters for the right answers. Why we, why were you fighting Derek Tuzora? What is the necessary need after you've beaten him already twice convincingly? And, he, you know, he didn't like that. Um but, you know, you can take that aside and thinking it's probably just one of those days where he was pissed off and, you know, he's got a lot to deal with building up for a fight where he has to sell the fight and all those sort of tangibles are coming to it. When he asked, it's when he asked them about Jake Paul and you could just see he didn't really yeah, want to talk about it. But I, I, I get it. Your brother's involved with that though, isn't it? From True Geordie, he's an investigative guy within his journalism and his podcast. So he wants to ask mm -hmm. things. You know, he will ask the pertinent questions. And, you know, it's current. It's It was very much in the news, is in the news with Jake Paul as much as... Do you know what, though? I kind of hope he, he gets in there with that Andrew Tate because I hate Andrew Tate more than I hate Jake Paul. And I never thought I'd say that. He gets he, on my nerves. Yeah. He gets on my tits, mate. Yeah, I can't scroll on TikTok, Stuart, without, without an Andrew Tate video. And I don't want to make right? it about Andrew Tate, but That's fine. In, in regards to Jake Paul, like, he's, I, I actually prefer him to Andrew Tate, so we've gone up the pecking order a little bit. But yeah, back to Tyson Fury, was saying about True Geordie and all that. It probably was just an off day, but we don't expect it from Tyson, do we? The way he was. No, no. No, no, I, I don't think so. I was, I was a bit put back by that because he's always gone on to True Jordan. They seem to like always have quite a good connection, you know, in regards of storytelling and you know, and talking to one another. So I was quite surprised that was was the outcome. But you know, it's some in some aspects, I did agree of why were you fighting Derek Chisora. I know that obviously you say you mentioned AJ before, and it was AJ AJ's ball to drop. But you know, that to me is like. You're not seeing anything different. You want to see Tyson Fury with the best, not with people he's already beaten twice and beaten convincingly. This was more like I thought when you watch the actual fight against Derek Chisora, Derek Chisora, legend, he comes out and does what he can. But Tyson Fury is just too good for someone like him. Um, it's just, it's, 
I just want to see better for him because that doesn't go down as a history-making fight, you know, capacity-wise, yes. Mm. But, you know, as a viewer, a person who enjoys watching Tyson Fury, it's boring. I think, like, I, I, I've got to be fair, though. He uses... Yeah, I can understand some people seeing that, but then he uses... He's been using his weight. He's been lying on people, hasn't he, right? Uh, you know, he did allow Chisora to have a go, in fairness. He was looking for that overhand right, wasn't he? But... I totally get it, but then I understand why he boxes the way he does. I know it's not exactly conducive to the fan. You know, I do. He's got his style. He'll, he'll box the way he boxes. A lot of people did say it was boring. I I, I thought it was effective. You know, it, it's not the most eye-catching of stuff, but he does what he He could have finished him any time, though. He, could, oh, he, carried, yeah, yeah. he, he did carry Chisora in the whole fight. And, and the ref, the ref was fantastic because he wanted to pull him out sooner. And he told him yeah. at the end of the ninth. He told him any more of this. You, that the ref was the ref was very good. But you've you got to worry about Derek Chisora. All the shots he's taken. It's later life. He's got his kids. Um, yeah. it, it, okay. You know, and he's been a fantastic servant to sport, and he's done very well. He has done very well, and it was a good last payday for him. But yeah, I agree. You know, I, I just I just wonder going forward now. Obviously, we're going to see Usyk and, and Fury first to unify. Fingers crossed. So what, was this the plan all along? Are they waiting for AJ so all the belts are back, you know, depending on who, who gets through I think Fury will beat him. I think he's going to have too much for him. But maybe this was the plan all along. The, the belts were all available when AJ came back into it. That's what I was thinking the other day. I, I, it's hard for AJ. Where do you place AJ in this situation? Because you can't give him another title shot now. Obviously, he was given a golden ticket by Fury after the Usyk loss. He didn't take it, which, you know, whatever reason that may be, maybe some point down the line, we'll find out what the true story was to that. He needs to go and get himself back here in the win column. You know, I, I keep hearing like him versus Dillian White. Um, makes sense. They both need a win. They both need a platform to push themselves back up the, you know, upper echelon of the division. He needs something like that. I think giving him another title shot is too much pressure straight away after two, you know, cruel losses against Usyk. And I say cruel and in the kindest way because Usyk was too good for him. As much as AJ put up a better fight in the second fight, Usyk was just too slick, too fast, um, just too good. This could is why not, the fight... Could not establish the jab, AJ. He just could not... But he's never good, never good with the jab, get, though, really, he was couldn't he? Get, he couldn't get the distance, but that would be your key. That, that's where Fury will differ, won't he? I know he's got more reach again on what AJ's got. But you'll see a difference there. All right, he's, he's a lot better with power punching now under Sugar Hill. We've really seen mm -hmm. power, haven't we? But I think he will utilize his, his reach with a jab. You'll, you'll see it. And his weight. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm not knocking Usyk. I think Usyk can cause problems for him. I, I really do. But I think a lot of people's favorite is, is Fury going into this. And it did make me laugh, Chris, after the fight when Joe Joyce came up to the ring as well. We'll have a Please Royal Rumble. We'll have a Royal <laughs> Rumble, the three of us. What about well, we me need and you, that, don't you? What about me and you, go, Joe? You know. But that's, an, that's another it. thing. Joe Joyce is right there, right there. Joe, on, Joyce, on, you know. Joe Joyce has had another fantastic year as well. I've got, I've got to be fair. Joe Parker, tough opponent, man, and yeah, he was, he, is, he yeah. looked really good. Joe, you know, Joe Parker had the world title. You know, years years back now. Yeah, it, it, it was a good performance, and he, he's he's very he, he's a lot slower, but he's methodical. Is Joe Joyce, which we we've touched upon, haven't we? Yeah, I, I, Chris? he's also a big big guy as well that uses his reach 
brilliantly. He uses his reach really, really well, you know, to go along with his footwork. So he's another one that's there, and that's another fight. If Usyk can't make it, that's another fight Tyson Fury can take. Absolutely. But then Absolutely. He's, 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 a, he's a curveball here. Why can't AJ versus Joe Joyce, why can't that happen? It's, it's perfect. It's, it's perfect. I'll tell you as well, I keep jumping in with different people here. Daniel Dubois is obviously WBA regular champion. Usyk's mm -hmm. got but the world, you know, the world recognised WBA. But, you know, Dubois got a belt, let's be fair. Usyk has to fight him as mandatory as well. Obviously, Fury and Usyk will happen first. But Daniel yeah. Dubois is in line for a, a bout. So, depending on who wins out of Fury and Usyk, you've got Daniel Dubois in the mix. But he had a tough, he had a tough um, couple of rounds the other week, didn't he? He got put he down a couple of times. So, but yeah, there's a lot of people in the mix, isn't there, Chris? He's another one with a rocket in the right hand, though, isn't he? He's, he's got the power, that lad. And Shane McGuigan, they're trying to they're trying to sort his defence out. You can see that. But he did get caught. But yeah. his leg, I think it, there was something wrong with his leg as well. It, it, there was a muscle, something had, something had gone. So that was partly to do with it. But he got through. He got through comes it. With, and... comes with time, doesn't it? Though, as you were talking about Tom Aspinall, we were talking about having minutes in the, in oh, the cage. Oh, my days. It, it, it's minutes in the, in the, in the ring. And the, and the fighters, you know, they learn. And, you know, good coaches will teach that incident. Absolutely. We've got some comments, Chris. We have got some comments oh, here. So away. Guys, guys, please let us know some of your favourite moments from UFC, MMA, combat sports, boxing, this year from 2022, things that have stand up. We'd like to hear, we'd like to hear from you what you what you enjoyed. But here we are, Lewis Young up in Scotland. Hello, Lewis. Long right, time Lewis. viewer, long time viewer. He's been with us from the start, Chris is Lewis. Hope, yeah. hope you're well, mate. Hope the wrestling's going well. I know you've been doing some matches and stuff. Really good, mate. All the best to you. Have a nice Christmas. Aye. Jack Reynolds from Prep and Pro Wrestling Elite Fandom. Hey, Stu. Hello, Jack. Hey, Jack. Some matches that you've enjoyed this year, man. We want some comments. How are you all doing? Lewis has asked Chris. Fine, Lewis, getting over a chest infection. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm good, mate. Rolling into Christmas nicely, Lewis. And Albert Barlow, Chris, if it'll let me load it up. He sent like an emoji. I can't pull it up. He's got Chris yeah, he... and Family Guy. Chris yes, and Chris Family Country. Guy. God's sake. Um yeah, Al Albert. You know, um, host of the art of partying. He uh, told me before that's back in January. Stuart, you may see me there. You just cool. have to click on the link Absolutely. when it when it when it's available. You might. Thank you for your comments, guys. As I say, any moments that you've enjoyed from combat sports this year, please let us know. I like like hearing from the from viewers and seeing what they've uh, enjoyed this year. It's been a fantastic. It's been a fantastic twenty twenty two for combat sports. Right. It really has. Chris, moving on. You wanted to showcase two guys. Who have got world titles who don't get enough praise for what they've done as you said before i'll just bring the banner up there as you can see and i've got some photos as well chris to pop up now you need to tell me the guy from pfl what his name is but here he is ah brandon langerfon um stuart this guy i don't know if you remember was an ultimate fighter uk versus australia um, many, many years ago. Didn't win it, didn't get into the final. He fought Mike Williamson in the finale. Um, he lost that fight, I think, on points. Disappeared for a while. Went back to the UK circuit. Worked his way up, Stuart. Got himself on Dernier's contender series. Won that fight. But Dana didn't like how he uh, ended the third round because he used his grappling and played it safe, which, you know, 
some fighters do. And I think that, you know, he warranted it up because he worked so hard to get where he was. Dana White didn't didn't want to pick him, chuffed, well, chuffed, shoved him away. He goes to signs with PFL. He enters this one million tournament, Stuart, to win the title against Bubba Jenkins, who we fought on the on the night and absolutely destroyed Bubba Jenkins. Bubba Jenkins has been in Bellator. You know, he's been around, you know, some tough guys back in the day is Bubba Jenkins, but Brendan took him, took him on, destroyed, destroyed him. I must I have to say, destroyed him. Strikes and knees. And he is now the second, well, sorry, the third champion to come from the UK. Well, actually, the fourth, if we're talking Lee McGeary as well. Um, but slowly but surely, Stuart, Brits are going into organisations in America and winning titles, which I probably wouldn't have fathomed that would ever happen many years ago when we just saw them getting taken down and stuck on the canvas for, you know, 15, 20 minutes long and being, you know, distraught because our favourite, like, say, Dan Hardy against George St. Pierre. I know that was nothing that was going to happen without the blue for George there. But, you know, to see Brandon and then Leon Edwards come through and do things that, you know, I'm so chuffed about and so happy to see that, you know, the UK fighters back in the regional circuits over here can look and, 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 and you know, aim to be. Absolutely, absolutely fantastic. And that was, I'm good. It's good to hear about the PFL. Obviously, I know of it, but I haven't seen anything. But I know you, you're, an avid, you're an avid person, yeah. And like you say, Channel Four, it needs to, the, the profile needs to be raised. It's on, it's on a huge broadcaster here in the UK. And moving on, because you've got to say, I know you've alluded to him, Leon Edwards, fifth round, man, fifth round becomes a world champion, another UK champion in the UFC. There we go, Chris. There's the visual right there. Amazing, yeah, amazing. Talking about pulling one out of the fire, uh, you know, the first round I thought he did really well. You know, the first person to take Usman down, don't forget, and he dominated them on the ground in that first round. You know, he tried to go for the remake, it didn't work, wasn't successful. Usman then did what Usman does is take complete charge of a fight, use his jab, use his wrestling, use his strength, use everything that Usman is very good at using. What he didn't realize is, Stuart, is this young gentleman called Leon Edwards was setting up a high kick, whether or not he was going to connect it, but he kept on popping that jab out and what waiting for Usman just to, you know, to cover up to move. And then boom, last, what, last 60 seconds of the fifth round, cleans out, and don't forget now, this is the pound for pound, for pound best fighter in the UFC at that current point was Kamara Usman, and he just cleans him out. Cleans him out, and I was so overjoyed I didn't know what this fight was going to entail for Leon. He warranted it because he was on such a long fight winning streak. And we all know what Usman was capable of doing. But to pull that one out of the bag, last minute, brilliant. Um, I had hairs on my neck. I'm so chuffed for the man. Doesn't get enough praise. You hear about Paddy Pimlet all the fucking time. But this guy, you do not <laughs> hear enough about. Yeah, yeah. This guy, it's this crazy. Guy, this, Usman, and still, he's not. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. It's just the guy is world champion. Paddy's got so far to go and he's going to be struggling. And then, yeah, like you say, the gloss, not to say the gloss off Leon, but yeah, needs more. There needs to be more onus. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Because look, look what he's achieved, man. Usman was beating everybody. Yes, he was. Uh, it did look like he was going to have it for a long, long time, like longer than he'd had it. So uh, you just do not know, do you, Chris? You, sometimes Inter you just do not know. Interesting stat there, Stu. But you know that Usman and Adesanya were in two record, one fight from two records each in their fights. 
I think Usman was going to beat Anderson Silva's hold of how many times he's defended, I think, the title, or how many times he's won with the title. And I think Adesanya was pretty much on the same. It's funny how they both lost their fight before getting ahead of Anderson Silva. It's like he's stopping everyone from, you know, breaking his record. You know, mythically, maybe, but, you know, there's something there. Or maybe I'm just holding on to something a bit weirdly. But, yeah, um, big, big for Leon Edwards. I can't wait to see, you know, who he's up against in London. I do hear Masvidal. I'm not sure I want to see that because Masvidal, how many times does he need a title fight? And he's not even won a fight in how many years now? I know Usman's currently having hand surgery yet again because he had one before he fought Leon Edwards the first time, the second time, sorry. So it's an interesting... um, you know, where we're going to go with UFC London next year. Don't forget to numbered card as well. So it, I'll tell you what, good to I'll tell you what, the, the prices are, are crazy, aren't they? But then, you know, tickets, like we've said before, tickets to be in the wrong hands, man. There's just people on their phones the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're there to watch it. You know, the tickets are getting into the wrong hands. There's the tickets out, and don't forget, I'm out of, you know, the, these robots or bots, we want to call it, come in and take off up and shed load of tickets before anyone can get in. You know, I almost had that first time when I tried to get, when I was getting tickets for Blink, you know what I mean? And how difficult that was, you know, let alone a numbered UFC card that's coming in with Leonardo as a champion that probably will be the main fighter of, the, of that card. Who, so. who, was your, who was your fight of the year? If I, I put you on the spot a little bit, because there's been some fantastic fights, but yeah, just one. I'll just let you have one because I know it's uh, it, it's been a hell of a year. But yeah, just like off the top of your head, maybe the one that comes to mind. I did have. I haven't. She have a list here, Stuart. <laughs> I, I knew. I knew you. I knew, I've screwed you. And you're gonna come you know, in, yeah? Because you got a I, list. I have a... You got a list ready for me, here, and I'm only letting you have one. But maybe no, list a few. List a few if you want. I'm gonna give hard. you. I'll give you my first one. Uh, it's not a title implication. It was just just a hard-earned fight, and it was a hard-earned win. And I'm going to go with uh, Luke Rockhold. Um, excuse me, I'm going to cough, I think, against pa- Paulo Costa. Luke Rockhold's last fight, wasn't it? Um, we, we went to know at the time. Um, but, you know, he, he was gassed. He, he was struggling. Um, and just give Paulo Costa... Every ounce of his being in that fight, you know, and Paulo Costa, you know, he was dominating, you know, he cut up Rockhold and he was shoving in body shots. Rockhold kept on coming back, you know, those straight hands when he was up against the cage to try and get himself some distance and maybe, you know, rock Paulo Costa. And he did a few times, um, you know, not everyone likes Rockhold. I don't know he's another one with a big mouth and has a lot to say, rubbed off a lot of people the wrong way, hasn't he? You know, the whole Michael Bisping thing and all that. Um, but you know, if that's the way you're going to go out, you go out as a warrior. And um, I was dead impressed with him for his final fight, and for a guy that's been around and done any done everything, Stuart. Um, you have to sort of tip your hat to him. Absolutely, and another, please. Oh. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Um, I'm going to go with Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. I mean, for two things here. Because... Now we're talking because I was thinking about this. It's up there. It's up there, one hundred percent. I was only thinking about this yesterday when I was thinking about what we were going to talk about today. Sorry, I jumped. Just, in. No, no, because Michael Chandler's a madman. I mean, you know what yeah. kind of fight Michael Chandler's going to bring to yeah. the table, and how ferociously he chased Dustin Poirier, Poirier, sorry, in that first round, and, and tried to get the victory. He tried to knock him out. He tried to do what Michael Chandler does, you know, and he put Poirier on his back foot. 
Poirier is just such a calm, collective guy that he took everything that Michael Chandler could throw at him and delivered it back. Almost finished Michael Chandler in the first round himself. <laughs> Second round, you know, he gets taken down by Michael Chandler. He's controlled. Michael Chandler, you could see he was blowing a gasket, you know. You could see he put a lot of effort into that first round. And, you know, in the second round, he's, he he he, took, he obviously blocked. I think it was, no, he got a takedown, didn't he? But Michael Chandler took him up too high. Um, Dustin Poirier reversed it, gets the, gets the submission win. But, you know, you got to look at Dustin Poirier now, Stuart. He's beaten someone from Strikeforce. He's beaten someone from Bellator. He's beaten, <coughs> he's beaten them all now. And um, World Series of Fighting, where Justin Gaethje come from. <coughs> so he's beaten the three tri- the, the free circles of these competitions of their main men, and you know Dustin Poirier has beaten them all. Scott, he's, he's been fantastic, hasn't he? He really has. You know, in the more without, without, years without, as well. Yeah, without winning an actual title, mm. but for, you know, for someone who he loses it in the you know in the in the last fight or well, the main fight, should we say? Um, He's still got lots to come, you know what I mean? Maybe we'll see him in McGregor. I hope not, but, you know, it's possible that could go again. I hope not, though. There's only going to be one outcome. Again, it's, no, all about act- it's all about activity, isn't it? You've got to be, you've got to be, you know, the, your, your muscle memory and all that fighting, and it's still going to be there, isn't it? And, all that. and he, he's just in and out, in and out. He's cocked it up for himself because he's left it too long. He's left it Filming. too long, Filming stuff, though, isn't he? You know what I mean? He's filming. Yeah, I understand, but it's just like, are you in it? Are you in it or not? Because at the moment, you know, you get linked with everybody, and it doesn't come. It doesn't happen. Doesn't come to pass, does next, it? Next, next year, we're apparently seeing him back. He's uh, on the big side at the moment. Is a good old McGregor. Yeah, he is. Uh, very he's big. He's on the gas. Um, is he taking? Is he taking anything? Do you reckon? Or is he's, not near, he's not near Sada Paul at the moment, but you know. <laughs> well, he needs to be careful then, doesn't he? When he is back in you, Sada. I, I think I think in, in some cases, some fighters do have to be look after, looked after because you know you've got to look at longevity in their lives. You know, I'm not against fighters if they have to take it to get the bones to fuse back together properly. And if you know, within reason, they can maybe take something that helps their body recover better. But you know, if, if it's a leg break, yeah, that's I can I can sort of make a claim of an argument there, but I don't know. He's very big, isn't he? Just it baffles me how someone so small can go so big so quickly. You know, <laughs> it's just make you scratch that itch, doesn't it? Really. <laughs> I I was reading comments after that with the, you know they put the Eddie thing up like the presser then into the fight night. It's well well put together by the UFC as well. A lot of people are saying, like at the end of the day, who, who's gonna who's gonna come near what the, the, the revenue number one that, that he brought into the company? How we are we eclipse everything? I don't think I don't think anyone's ever gonna do it. I, I honestly don't, Chris. I think it's a special, yeah, he's a special person. You know, I could be wrong here. I could be very, very wrong. There's a you know, there's a lot of times, isn't there? But yeah, again, he's only he's only 34, isn't he? He's only 34 still. That, yeah, but you when you, you've not is that a fact yeah, for you? If you were if you were no, not if you were in in constant fights and you were constantly challenging yourself and you're in the gym, not saying he's not in the gym, but you know, these fighters are fighting year in week year in, week in, week out, you know, it doesn't affect them. You know, age does catch up eventually. We do see it with some fighters that hold on a bit too long. But you know, Conor McGregor's not really since he won two titles, has been consistent in the sport, has he? Then you know, oh, the ball, oh, Chris. This is obviously like UFC. I just want to pop it in okay. quickly. 
because it's UFC. Before we go back into boxing in a moment, I, I cut you off there, and I apologise. No, no, absolutely fine. Has Pat? He basically said, "Do you think Patty has a chance to win the title?" Patty. <laughs> yeah. Patty, Patty, and Thelma. Would that be Molly and him? Um, no, no, absolutely not. And, and I don't mean Albert, that. A... I'm assuming Albert likes Paddy. Um, I think the Americans probably enjoy a farm mouth Brit that you know gets them on the toes, isn't he? You know, they all think we're like the same, or we have yellow teeth and we eat crumpets all flipping day long. Um, no, we don't. I don't think he does. Uh, if you look at 155 Stuart and then you look at the top 10 and look at Paddy's last fight can you honestly tell me that he's going to beat any of them in the top 10 it's just, it's, we, we said this earlier in the year though didn't we we said once he gets into the nitty gritty and he's climbing up but yeah it's, it's hey stranger things have happened but it doesn't from what, from what we've seen so far from him and I think he still maintains his first appearance was his best performance wasn't it at the apex he, he says that himself doesn't he yeah, and he was probably going in there with a lot of anxiety. You know, he had to, he had to, he had to show when he, when he, you know, he got brought into the UFC because he came with such a big clout. Absolutely, I, I can't wait for twenty twenty three, Chris. You know, as you say, Leon Edwards will be defending the title here on our shores, and just everything that's going to be happening leading up. John Jones, Chris, actually, before we move mm -hmm. on to the boxing, what, what have you heard? Have you heard much in terms of John Garnu, Jones? Isn't it? Um, if, uh, if him and. I believe that's next year, and I think it's it's a possibility. But you know, and Garno still still states that he wants to box, which you you both know that that doesn't work with UFC. They don't allow that. No, Connor was no. a one-off because that was a spectacle that had to happen. Dana, yes, Dana knew how much Dana knew how much oh, he yeah. could make out of that that one fight. You know, it was incredible, wasn't it? You look what both guys walked away with. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Nine nine figures for Connor. Mayweather, well, well, you, well, you, you know, you can't, and, and what the build that was brilliant. All of the, it was, the, 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 the fight, tour, the, the fight wasn't great, but yeah, he, he, he verbally he roasted him anyway, so he, he won in that respect. He, he won, didn't he? You know, Mayweather, Mayweather could be roasted by many people, but it's just the same old, same old, isn't it? But yeah, uh, he still, still beats a, everyone though, doesn't what, he? What a, what a spectacle it was leading up to it, and you waited, yeah, remember, like, remember Showtime. You're waiting for them to come on, right? They're gonna come, they're gonna come on at such and such a time. I'll be waiting, I'll have it ready early hours of the morning. But you waited, you waited for it, didn't you? And that, that's that's they, that's amazing. They sold it perfectly though, didn't they? They sold it, yeah. and I think he sold he sold it so much that people actually thought he was going to be the one to put that one yeah. on Mayweather's record. It wasn't gonna happen. I think you know, most people clear people's heads would think, you know, I love Connor, but this isn't his sport. If this was MMA. Yes, Floyd would get absolutely obliterated. But in boxing, Mayweather is king. I want to move on to a guy we had on Big Fight Weekly last year. He's had he's had two, two and one, three and one. I'm trying to think now. No, two and one. Two and one. Two and one fight, since we last two had him on, on this yeah. year. And I just want to put a clip in, Chris. He was on my, my show, my other show, SWP, the other week. So he, he yeah, fought yeah. Saturday. But this clip was from a couple of weeks ago. Prior to his fight with Nick Campbell, who was 5-0 and before Saturday with five KOs. And it was on Sky Sports from Ben Shalom's Boxer. Boxer have done fantastic since coming on board with Sky Sports. So, but here we go. Here he is, Steve Drago, 2.0 Robinson, building up to his fight with Nick Campbell a couple of weeks ago. Here we go. The end of the fight, whether that be by knockout, whether that be by points and... You know, we've seen Campbell's durable. We've seen he can take a shot. We've seen that he can give a shot. So, you know, 
the the the, the training, the style of my style, everything's had to had to adapt and change because this whole hands down and it's it's funny because both me and Nick only got into boxing off the back of another sport, off the back of becoming injured. So our stories are quite similar, and to to be fair, we seem quite similar when it comes to you know just being ourselves. And we get people saying, "Oh, call this guy, I'll call it." And I think we're both very similar. We're both grounded, and we both just want want the fight to go ahead. And I'm sure he thinks he win, and I think I'll win, and. Fantastic, Chris. I am so made up for him. I was a bit worried. I was a bit worried. I really was. Uh, but Steve, Steve's been working hard. As you heard, he's been working on his defence as well. He's had a lot mm. of criticism. He's had a lot of criticism on the socials. People haven't got a clue. As he says, Chris, as you said, when he was talking about Kansas Fosters the other week. But, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. he, he's a great champion of, you know, beating bullies uh, in terms of social media, which a lot of people can look up to. But yeah, what a fantastic performance, man. He took some shots himself, you know. No, you got to you? You get in, you got to take those shots, get better for I was it. Just, I was just made up for Steve, Chris, because it, it was a tough, probably his toughest fight today. And, and he's come through it with a fourth round stoppage. He's a very game. Gentle giant is Steve Robbo. Um, pleasure, obviously, meeting him last year on the show. Brilliant fighter. Um, I think he's got a, Long, long career in that's in, in boxing as Steve Robbo, and um, long may it continue. Um, I like I say, he's a character, and enjoy enjoy his uh, his conversations you had with him last week were really good. Thank you, every person who has messaged me, shared stories, etc. I will get through all seven hundred plus in the next few days. Just having a night off socials that means the world to me. So again, thank you. And he's getting his confidence is there, you know, when he's talking to the media and stuff. He talks so well. Uh, and and what, a, what a platform boxer is going to be for him. He, he boxed on Bassamon as well. He was on Channel 5, his, his previous mm. fight, which he, he's, he's had a couple of good wins now, man. I think he's back. And they've worked on stuff in the gym where he was going wrong. But he knows himself where he's gone wrong, Chris. But that that's a, a person who's not deluded and understands that you know he had a, when he did lose uh, a few fights ago they had stuff to work on and he's gone away and he's worked on it and you can see it clearly in his in the fight just gone on the weekend that he's worked on it and he put in a fantastic performance against you you say a guy who's been knocked was it knocked out five people in five fights all all five uh, what I'd well, say they, what 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 respect shown from both guys because they both come in from other sports and mm-hmm. you know he said we, we didn't get into it the nitty gritty there's no no shit talking some fighters don't do it he pulled his pants down on, on the way in as well that was quite funny he pulled mick campbell's cacks down <laughs> so yeah it yeah. was all it was very light-hearted the day before which i it's quite refreshing to see that you know well we don't see that often do you really to be honest no. with you but no he's a, he's a big character steve robinson you know and good luck in the future and i'll be watching i want to i want to go to one of his fights hopefully I, I, I've never been to the boxing. I've never been. I've been to UFC, like, but I've, I've never been to the boxing, strangely. Well, t- time to change that in 2023, then, isn't it? Absolutely. Hey, Chris, I've got an, I've got a good piece here, actually. I just need to drag it. Here we go. Dimitri Bivol, who we've talked about last year at length, obviously beat Canelo this year. He Canelo did. went up to light heavy. What a performance. What a performance from Dimitri Bivol. And, you know, he's hopefully going to unify... The titles very, very soon as well. So, yeah, just uh, wanted to give him a special mention, Chris, because I think he's going to go. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. Beat Canelo and that's a big check on your career, isn't it, really? And you go for who he's fought and Canelo there and he beat him. So it's a big check. The, the Terbiev, the Terbiev is waiting, Chris. He's got he's to unify. So that that's gonna be I cannot wait for that, point. you know. That's gonna be very good. But he looked he looked fantastic. Canelo, you know, a lot of people said Canelo had a chance to do it, but he boxed, he boxed so well. He, he's fought again, he fought Ramirez recently. Obviously, a lesser, lesser skill fighter than Canelo, of course, but of can't course, yeah. take it away. Can't take it away from Canelo, can you, Chris? No, no. Canelo can drop back down, just do it and beat everybody there. It was just one of those nights, maybe. I don't know. Maybe Bivol has got the 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 the, the making of well, is it the making of him? Um, yeah, I think that's the right word of putting it. He's maybe he has got the making of him, and maybe they fought again. Biffle does beat him again. So sometimes when you, you meet that one person, and I think everybody's got that sort of fight where they just seem to get the better of them every time, no matter how good you are. Absolutely. And another guy that I'm really looking forward to domestically at super lightweight is coming on great guns, Chris. It is young Adam Azim, who is being highly touted. Another guy under the boxer umbrella. I tell you what. Boxer have done so well this year. Matchroom obviously left, didn't they? The zone more so last year, didn't they? I know AJ's mm -hmm. fight with Usyk, the first one. They had to do it contracted on Sky. Fantastic for Boxer. But this guy, Chris, I've never seen hand speed like it from, from a young guy, 20 years old. Uh, a lot of people are saying they're reminding him of um, Amir Khan when he first came through into the pro ranks. So, yeah. Ben Shalom's hot on him. I cannot wait to see. But he's also got devastating power as well, as much as he's got the speed. He, he's stopping people, Chris. And he, he's as long as he hasn't got the chin, is, the chin of Amir Khan, though, mate. <laughs> That's something you don't want. No. Um, listen, I, I'm, I'm all for people coming up in, in, and blowing certain fighters away, you know, and, and announcing themselves on the on the platforms or the sport, per se. Um you know, and I know you know your boxing really, really well. Comparison to me, which is very minimal. So, if you're saying this guy is going to be a big deal in years to come, I believe you. Super lightweight. You know, he's five five eleven, Chris, at that weight. But he he's very he's, he's fast. The, 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 the kid's fast. And it's mad. You look at him and think 20, 20 years old. The sky's mm. the limit. He he's you know you were saying about your one to watch the guy you think is going to be Arnold Allen. Obviously he's going to go from strength to strength again. He's had a fantastic twenty twenty two. This guy, I think this guy once he gets into like European Commonwealth area, I, I do I do believe he's going to be a world champion at some point. Maybe into twenty twenty four, he could be he could be very well be a world champion this lad. Well, listen, Stuart, he's twenty years old. There's there's much time for him to to to, to develop in. And, and make his way, you know, towards the title shots. But you know, let's not rush the guy. Let's let's again, let's have him have his minutes. Make sure he learns and gets his experience before he gets into these bigger fights. Absolutely, absolutely. Have you got anything to add before we close out in the moment? Just anything else that stood out this year, and anything, anything, anything funny maybe that you've seen. I know so much has happened, and it's a year's worth that you've got to try and. I think I think you you've got to look back at the the two UK cards this year and and really give everyone a, a round of applause every fighter to all the fans that went and blew the roof off and you know what I mean it's it's strange how it's taken so long after so many events in the UK for people to really stand up and actually pay attention to the fighters that are coming through from the UK um uh I'm excited for a lot of them, you know, 
I'm lucky for Tom Aspinall. I think I'm hopefully that injury he, he's had, he doesn't, you know, it doesn't fault him going forward. Uh, I've got a lot of hope for Tom Aspinall, um, especially in that heavyweight division because it's it's just one of them where you don't know where it's going at the moment, you know. Um, yeah, the, the, the London cards were brilliant. Um, I got to also special mention Anthony Rumble Johnson as well, Stuart. Um, oh, very watched, sad, man. But what a sad piece him. of news, man. He's beloved by, you know, as much as he was a predator in the cage. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. An absolute savage. What a chilled out man he was for guys. You know, Cormier released some nice stuff, didn't he? Everyone, everyone loved Rumble Johnson, didn't they? Yeah, he was a scary man. Even at, you yeah. know, Walter Waite. Even, I don't understand how he ever made a Walter Waite back in the <laughs> day. No idea. But, um, you know, when he came back and he was at 205, he was just some beast that just had to touch you once with one bit of a knuckle and you go to sleep. Um, he was, you know, the most gentlest guy when you listen to him and speak. But when he set foot in that cage, you can imagine every fighter's arse is fucking going like the clappers because he only had to hit you once. Yes, okay, he lost to Daniel Cormier twice, but Daniel Cormier, don't forget, is an elite fighter. And, you know, you have to somehow raise the bar past an elite fighter to win them, to win those sort of fights. But there was, there's nothing you can really say to say, oh, well, you know, he went and fought in Bellator. He was going to face Nemkov Stewart in, in the semi-final, but obviously, you know, medicals, circumstances which obviously led to his death um it's just a shame and you know he's not that much older than us Stuart, and had much that's more that's to accomplish that's the crazy and, uh, thing yeah. isn't it 38 years old man mm. it's, it's, it's a shame it's a shame r.i.p um, r.i.p to anthony rumble johnson's his family to his close friends as well that's a big big void that's been left by him i agree but on, on this note Stuart, uh I feel like it, it's time to close the door on Big Fight Weekly. As much as it's been a roller coaster and a very enjoyable roller coaster, I sat on this for what since June, since I did my last interview with uh, James Elworth and he was Joe Elworth, sorry, and he was really, really good. Fought in BKFC, I think in August after that, and he lost, but you know, very good. Um, you know, you know the reasons to why it stopped. I don't think I need to mention the person. Yeah, name. hey, Chris, we don't need to put anything. We're not. We we could throw shade on the person, but we I'm don't not, need. I'm not to. throwing shade. No, we, I'm not, I'm, he got he got sussed out, and I'm glad. I'm glad he did because um, it, it would it, it still would have been it still would have been going weekly, wouldn't it? I think so. Um, there was a you know just it wasn't worth the hassle. No, um, no. But, you know, that's just a little blip in the big, the big Fight Weekly, you know, story. Yeah. Besides that, Stuart, I've had so much fun. i got to, you know, thank you, thank Rich, thank John um, and everybody that's been on the show, you know, having Frank, Sh uh, having Ken Shamrock on, Matt Hughes, speaking to those sort of people I'd never thought in my life, I'd be sitting across them, you know, doing what you did with Ken Shamrock the other week. It blows your mind. Didn't get into doing this. It was just me and you, you know, shooting shit and, and having a laugh and just seeing how we felt. You know, to actually sit in front of someone who you idolise for all those years and have a conversation—it's amazing. You know, Liam McGeary come on twice, absolutely brilliant. He's always was always giving his time to us. You know, Miranda Maverick came on. You know, still active in the UFC. And he's got a massive career to go. Lexi Walton, who's a young Welsh fighter that I have got truly hopes for that you know can break it in in a few years' time. I'm, I'm probably going to forget some names we've had. You know, but um, it's been. 
it's been an emotional one because I'd have sat on this for quite a while. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do and do I come back and can I come back? Do I have the heart for it anymore? And I haven't. And I just want to sort of do this last one with you and go back to how we used to do it and and feel the fun and, and, and the respect that me and you have for each other and how we can bounce off each other. And that can't be replaced. You can't just get another co-host to do it. They're not good enough. The show, no one else, and, and that, also, that, that that will long live for me. We, and I'm happy to end we it were there. Charting, we were charting in, in sports charts, not in like because there isn't an MMA chart, is there? Or there, do you know what I mean? A lot of the MMA go into the pro wrestling chart because obviously wrestling within it, isn't there? And we we were we were hitting we were hitting the charts, and we were in there for a considerable time in audio form because it is hard visually and, and doing it on YouTube it's hard to get the numbers but we we made yeah. some we made some huge strides in audio form because we were charting and we were charting for a considerable amount of time as well we held our held our place in main charts mainstream charts I, I did I, I got to number one twice in in the, in the good yeah. podcast against yeah, over yeah. hundreds hundreds of sports news you know what I mean whether or not whether that that's a good thing best thing that for me was fantastic i felt like you know i accomplished something there that you know people actually got me to number one and and not to do it once but to do it twice it, um i felt so overwhelmed and so chuffed and pleased that you know something i never i you know i never did this show to be oh i need to be in this i need to do this it was just about me and you and 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 enjoying ourselves and having time for each other and spending time with each other yeah okay most people say why can't you do it together like you know in in real life not over a bloody camera but you know I, i've accomplished stuff that i don't think i ever thought i'd ever do stuart and and i think no, I'm, glad, thank- I'm glad you, i'm glad you've got all this out of it mate you know the way you break down the fights i said this all along this is why we started it because i was like this this is perfect for chris he's got platform he can put his opinion across and your knowledge and, and the fighters and you know you know so many fighters within it's hard it's hard man because they're all different styles within in the cage aren't they it's knowing what they do it is but you know, it's like encyclopedic i i would say with you mm, i appreciate that <laughs> like, like all your all your britannica books in uh park road, oh, God, park road. Like, jesus that's, that's, christ if you, visually that's your ufc knowledge in book form on a bookshelf well, you know, I don't think it was that thick, but listen, it was a good run in, you know, we, we've done some outstanding things and, and and like I said, who we've spoken to is me and you and the fights we've covered because we've covered some really, really outstanding fights to some really poor fights at the same time. Yeah. Um, I've loved every minute of it and, you know, it, and for me to actually close the door on big fight weekly and do it with you is 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 brilliant and i haven't you know i mean if i'd left it as it was that would have lingered and i think for so long for me and now you know you've given me this opportunity to come on today no, and, 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 and go back and, and go back and reminisce on everything and talk how we used to and how we used to sort of just chat shit and you know some people might agree some people might disagree it's just one of them and you know i'm happy i've done it and you know this probably is the end for me in in podcast terms but you know, I probably will pop around and be on other shows. Never say every now never, and again. Mate. Never say never, because I can do some. I can do some bits with SWP. I can bring you in, and we'll do. We'll cover some stuff when the big fights are coming on. No, I mean it won't be. Won't be all the time. But I think I'm you know, when when it's a big when it's a big fight, you just say, right, we need to cover this. You know, so it's been great, mate. It's been great. I've really, really enjoyed it. You know, and the, all, all listeners and viewers are probably wondering. 
you know where where the show was, weren't there? All, we've had we've had a good core core group of viewers and listeners, haven't we? Yeah, we did, we did, we did, we did. You know, did, they've really enjoyed it, and we've enjoyed them. We, we you know, it added added it give give us yeah. layers, didn't it? Getting their views on in, on stuff. interesting comments over the years, Stuart Jake Paul in particular. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've loved it, and you know. I, it, it's nice to close it off and you know all the videos are still there and you know you people can go back and watch whatever they want to watch do it and and I, I think it's I'm proud and I'm happy with the 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 end of big fight weekly and and I don't now look at it as it as it lingers and what ifs I think it's nice now that the book is closed and I did it we did it together and we finished it together and I think that's how it should have been absolutely no well put well put and yeah just it, is, it was great it's been great it's been good to come back obviously we're leading into christmas now so it's nice it was a nice way to it's a, it's a good good time of year good time of year to do the last episode i think yeah i know I, I totally agree and we obviously we uh we had a break at this time last year didn't we i think we lost a bit of momentum and i think my mistake <laughs> was that one. but uh, hey ho it is what it is um but you know all the best for your podcast and you know you keep fucking pulling up the stops like you're doing and you know you keep growing and growing and i'll be watching from afar and you I know you'll find you'll, you'll find me on stuff you know i i, I I'll, I'll probably be on our party with albert and uh i'll be you know drinking beer and chatting rubbish with my american friends <laughs> over there and you know once in a while you might find me on an everton podcast you just might yes yes you know holy trinity and one of the guys from the Holy Trinity, he, he writes for BBC, doesn't he? He does columns for BBC, which is amazing. It just goes to show, doesn't it, that what can, yeah, what can come, what can come of things. And you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of shitty people within podcasting, but there's some. There, you, you can find, you can find decent guys that want others to do well. Which yeah, is, yeah. Uh, uh, do you know what I mean? It's like anything, isn't it, Chris? It's not just podcasting. Some people do not want to see people doing well, but then on the flip side, no, we found, but we found a lot of people. We found a lot of people that you know supportive and want you to do well, and they haven't got ego, and, and that's but that's that's part and parcel of life, isn't it? It's not just in podcasting. You've got to, yeah, that's but you've got to, you've got to, you've got to sort of meet these people uh, and, and figure them out yourself. And I had to figure them out myself. And you know what? I'm glad I did. And and I, and I you know, you could just speak to my other half, and she'll tell you. I think you need to know. Um, but yeah. I don't even want to speak about them at the end of the no, day. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely they, not. I, I've just, you know, I've, I've met people I respect and I've met people who are, are true to me and have always been nice to me and respectful to me and helped me push on, not pretend to push me on and use me as a platform. Uh, you know, we never did that as a, as a pair and we looked after each other, we backed each other and we spoke about how we felt and, you know, I had to go through that shit after you left to realise a lot I know, of things. Mate. I know, it, 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 it was shit like, see, it's just, he, the, the person is irrelevant. <laughs> and child, child, childish when it's someone senior to us. That was what yeah. we took away from that. Um, like and it. you can say you've got this, that, the other wrong with you, but it doesn't mean you have to be like that. But like you say, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. No, it doesn't matter. It is irrelevant. irrelevant and they're, they're irrelevant to me. Um, you know, Absolutely. I, I'm happy. I'm happy that chapter and this chapter is closed. As you say, never say never. We'll see what happens in the future. But at this yeah. point now, I'm happy to say goodbye yeah. to Big Fight no, Weekly. That's, that's thank you. And thank you for everything. Absolutely, absolutely. 
just thank you again to the listeners, to the viewers, or just to extend off what Chris was saying. It's, it's been brilliant. We've, I've loved it today. I've loved it. It's a bit later than, than we anticipated initially. Uh, but yeah, things, things are happening. Things are happening. But uh, I think a nice way to send us off on our ship, on our final voyage across, I don't know, what river I was going to say. Yeah, I'm not trying to one, please. We'll, we'll go, we'll go transatlantic because obviously we, away we from the icebergs. Yeah, we love USA for the combat sports, but yeah, uh, thank you do. so much, Chris. So well put there as well. Thank you, thank you for doing it. Thank you for doing it with me. And as as you say, it's thank, you, yeah. oh, thank you, thank you, as they call it, as they coin it. And this has been Big Fight Weekly. The final episode. I'm sure we'll see Chris Popper on SWP when I do some combat sports specials next year for the big fights. But thank you, Chris. Thank you so, so well, thank much. Thank you, mate. It's been great. I've loved it today. Yes. It's been great. Thank Coming you very back much, on, mate. Like the old days. Take care, yeah, everyone. Have a great Christmas. See you soon. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.